At the bank of Antandek, they're looking for a mascot. We need an icon. Something that says high fly into all our mortgage customers. Like a falcon or a stallion. Or even better, a parrot. Check it out. <laughs> Meanwhile, at Santander, they're concentrating on helping customers find ways to take years off their mortgage with their overpayment calculator. See what's possible at Santander. All applications are subject to status and our lending criteria. Your home may be repossessed if you do not keep up repayments on your mortgage. There's only 24 hours in a day. I got a pair of earbuds and I wish there was a way that I could know just what I want to listen to. There's 150,000 shows that I'm not sitting through. Welcome to Pod on Pod, a guide to the world of podcasts, because it's not your daddy's radio. We're your hosts. I'm Josh. I'm Joel. And this week, hey, we're on time again. Yeah. Look at that. It's Tuesday night. Here we are in the studio. I'm going to edit this bad boy, slap it up on the interwebs. It's two in a row. You know what one more is? A streak. It's been known to happen before. We d- I'm going to come into the studio next Tuesday night, and I'm going to gobble. I'm going to gobble for you, because it'll be a turkey. I'm a bowler. All right. You obviously are not a bowler. Um, our- At the bank of Antandek, they're looking for a mascot. We need an icon. Something that says high fly into all our mortgage customers. Like a falcon or a stallion. Or even better, a parrot. Check it out. <laughs> Meanwhile, at Santander, they're concentrating on helping customers find ways to take years off their mortgage with their overpayment calculator. See what's possible at Santander. All applications are subject to status and our lending criteria. Your home may be repossessed if you do not keep up repayments on your mortgage. All right, we're talking this week about the Self-Indulgent Podcast. Every week, excuse me, I, I kicked you there. Every week on Pod on Pod, we talk about a different podcast and we break it down by discussing the audio quality, the content, the host likability, the production values. Then we tell you some of our favorite moments. Uh, in the episodes that we listen to, and then we give it an overall rating. We rate things here on Pod on Pod, by the way, with earbuds. We don't do stars. We don't do thumbs up. We do earbuds. I'll explain that when we get there. But right now, let's tell you a little bit about this show. What the heck is it? The Self-Indulgent Podcast. You can find them online, selfindulgentpodcast.com. You can find them on Facebook if you search for Self-Indulgent Podcast. They're also on Twitter, SI Podcast. Uh, that's where they are. And uh, they're also in our Twitter list. Josh, did you know we have a Twitter list? I've never mentioned this on the show. I don't even know what a Twitter list is. I don't. Th- I think a lot of people that even use Twitter a lot don't know where Twitter lists are, and you don't have a Twitter account, so how would you know? But uh, what you can do is uh, you can subscribe actually to one whole list on Twitter. That's every show we've reviewed. That's that's kind of cool, right? That would be handy. I mean, I don't even think Twitter's cool, so... <laughs> All right, you're the wrong kind of ask, then. If that's your kind of thing, you can find them there, too. But they're uh, at SI Podcast uh, on Twitter. Who are these people, Josh, and, and what do they do? First, let's tell you a little bit about the show. I, I'm going to give it straight from the horse's mouth. If you go to the I website... I want to do something different, by the way, okay. here in a second. All right. Okay. Would you like me to, to tell you what the show is? Uh, yeah, we can okay. get into the they, show. They say the Self-Indulgent Podcast, it's a weekly internet radio show highly inspired by the pomp and circumstance of terrestrial radio without all the annoying commercials and program directors. Listen each week for reoccurring bits, pranks, stunts, interviews, call-ins, arguments, and disgusting behavior. 
The show encourages audience participation. Come join the family. And then they suggest uh, that you leave them a voicemail. They got a phone number you can call in. They, they solicit those and I play those like on the show. I feel like that describes the show very accurately. It really does. And, and if, you, if you wanted to put it in a box, it's a, a, a room full of what I'm assuming are mostly white guys, right? Are there any uh, minorities in the group? I don't know. Probably, oh, probably a couple of them. Yeah, they, yeah, good point. They do have women on occasionally, uh, but it's it's a it's a group of folks. They're stand ups. They're improv guys. Right. They're want to be radio guys or would be radio guys or used to be radio guys, and uh, they're all just having fun doing their version of insert name of the show here. Howard Stern show, the Adam Carolla show. It is very very much inspired by traditional terrestrial radio, but with cursing. Uh, (laughs) Here's where the the twist comes in for this show. Over the course of the week, I've gotten a couple of text messages from you that weren't very favorable about the show. Is is that a fact? That is is a fact, Jack. Okay, so going on that assumption, I'm going to assume that you rated this show very, very low. For me, I rated it alarmingly low. Okay. Okay. So this is what I want to do this show. I want you to go ahead and give your rating at the top of the show. And then as we go through it, I want to see how high I can argue that rating. <laughs> you want me to lay it out there as a as a challenge to you, sir. Uh, all right. I'm going to tell you, I, I have rated this show 0.5 earbuds. And okay. you're spoiling the show. Uh, I'm not. I'm, I'm not. No, I'm not, I'll I'm just not explain it at all. I'll just explain what the earbuds are. We can rate a show from zero all the way up to two earbuds each. Each of us are allowed to give a rating, and we do uh, half earbuds as well. That gives us a little bit more uh, variation. But the idea there is a two earbud show is not only one that I love and that I'm going to stay subscribed to, but that that I'm going to tell other people about. Uh, all the way down to a zero earbud show, which for me means I not only do I not like that show, I want that show to sort of disappear from the internet. A point five earbud, it does not mean that I hate the show at all. First of all, we don't review shows that if I really felt during the week that this was a show that's not worth telling anybody about, I would have texted you, we're changing the review, we're gonna do something else. We have never reviewed a show on this on this podcast that I think is worthless. I would not waste your time. We have reviewed several shows on this podcast that I think are worthless. <laughs> All right, then. And were a waste of my time, which is why I think that the right thing for me to do is to tell you about it so you don't fall in the same trap I did. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. I, I think there's just – I think there are enough good shows out there that we can we can own the flaws of while still exposing people okay, to so what show, I think is a pretty show, good show. Off the top, you gave it a half earbud. Yeah, half earbud. Okay. And 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 now we're going to break the show down for you and tell you how I got there. And and Josh can try to talk me up. Let's see. Let's see if you're man. I'm pretty enough. sure I can get you to at least a one. Let's see if you're podcaster enough. Uh, let's start with where where do you want to start? Let's start with audio quality because I got good things to say here. Okay. Uh, all right. I listen to a lot of episodes. We try to listen to at least three, uh, and sometimes more. I say try. We do listen to at least three. We often listen to more. I listened to episode 249, episode 251. I went all the way back to 204, and then I listened to episode 226. Did you go check out the YouTube channel at all? I, only in that they have one. I did not go look. Did, do did. they have actual videos, or is it just like uh, audio plus? No, they have of, actual videos. Okay. Yeah. Uh, pretty good stuff. It goes right along with the show. It's like a companion. I yeah, guess. there you go. Uh, Sean, with a U, is uh, he works at Maker, I believe, yeah. doesn't well, he? So, the main. Host. Yeah, but I mean, he works at he works at for a YouTube channel, so that would make sense that 
that he has a YouTube video, uh, YouTube channel himself and they're, they're doing things for the show. But the audio quality, that's where I started here, really, really solid. Like for the level of show this is, I didn't – in all of those episodes that I listened to, I didn't hear any – um, significant issues, and I also didn't hear any significant variation. Like everybody's mics are good, the so, mix is nice. So, would you say that they are? Uh, it's a it is of a, a, a two earbud quality. The audio yeah. is of a two earbud quality. I don't know that I would say two. I'd say it's at least a one and a half. Okay, I, they All do right. take phone calls, and you know I got an issue with that's that. that's true. So, so for one audio quality, you're one and a half. I'm one and a half for right. audio quality. Okay, I'm more of a I'm more of a half. They drop in and out sometimes. They'll have. Technical difficulties, and they'll go cut to like some music and then come back on. So there, there are issues throughout the show audially for me, and, but it's mostly the drops. Uh, yeah, but not that's actual, really not the not the radio term put in the drops, but like it'll cut in, it'll cut out. They'll have some issues whether like with the phone calls will cut in or skyping or whatever. Right, but that's really uh, production issues more than actual uh, audio quality. Tomato, tomato. Tom- you say tomato, I say production values. Yeah, I'm just saying for you it's a <laughs> one and a half right right now, audio quality. Audio quality, yes, right one on. and a half. All right, production values. What do you think okay. there, sir? Let's talk specifically about the theme song. I love the theme song. <laughs> I did too. Yeah, I thought I you would. That- no, look, it's not... Um, it's not as good as uh, what say you like. That's a classic podcast theme song. So if you're going to rate song. the theme song, it's it's a one and a half easy one and a half theme song. I w- I'm going to go one. I, it's not a okay. theme song that I'm like I'm not going to sing that theme song to myself. I'm right, not going to hum one. it out loud. It's yeah, it's a one. Okay. It's a one. So you got a one and a half for uh, audio quality. You got a one for let's production just keep values. Going. Let's just All right. Keep going. Well, let's talk about host likability. Let's go there. Sean with a U, Andy T, Josh Nichols. You got a roving band of people who come in and out. But Josh those are the three. Favorite. Main guys, who Josh? Josh is your favorite. Yeah. Uh, I I liked uh, I liked Andy just fine. I did not care for Sean. I just and we've had this same issue. This show reminds me in many ways of the Sick and Wrong podcast. It reminds yeah, yeah, me yeah. of Dog Thoughts, Early Last Gentleman. Yes, Early yeah. Last Gentleman. You're right. All of those shows. And look, let's be honest. I was thinking the other day. When are we at Pod on Pod going to review our original podcast? You know we're going to have to do it, even if we no, do it as like a no, bonus episode no, sometime. We don't. We've got to look inwardly no, at some point. Don't. It'll be fun. People will pay for that. <laughs> hey, that's a good idea. That'll be what we put up on Patreon or something. Uh, but it's a lot like our show, our original show. I mean, it's a very similar feel to... I don't agree at all. W- really? Yeah. It reminds me of... I mean, it's just guys sitting in a room being funny. It's just some guys. It's just a few guys that you don't know. And unless you know them, so much of the humor goes over your head. Okay, so And they come off as just callous and crass. I guess this is a good place to talk about how I felt because I changed over the course of, of my episodes. All right. We're sort of bleeding, by the way, from uh, host likability, which we're still well, on. This is, no, we this could is go gonna, into content gonna, if we wanted to. Go, no, this is going to go into host likability. Okay. So when I first listened to the show... Uh, you listened before I did, and, and you sent me a text, and that text probably shaded how I started listening to the show, which is why I don't like talking about the shows with you at all during the week. Yeah, I should keep my mouth shut. Because we listen at different rates. Sometimes my I'll get three off. in right off, and sometimes you haven't even started or I haven't started. You know, So I don't, I don't like talking to you about the shows throughout the week. But I was like, man, these guys are jerks. Like They just come off as trolls. A lot of the stuff they do is trolling. So I was like, these guys, are, they're just trolls. Like, they come off as jerks, right? And then that was about halfway through the first episode. And toward the end of the first episode, I'd take another thought of 
that the show reminds me a lot of the Chris Gethard show. I do not. I I am not familiar. That's okay. Not important, but the people who are familiar will get the will get the context at which I frame this in. Okay. Like once I started looking at that because I know that those guys were a lot of uh, the Chris Gethard shows a lot of improv guys too uh, that are doing a, a show every week. So I put it kind of in that context, and then like what what really got me turning the corner on it was I started deciding who characters were based on other podcasts that I'd listened to. Right, so. Joey, who's on there, right? You heard some episodes of the Joey? Yes. That's like their Carl Pilkington, man. <sighs> do they love him, though? I think they do. Like, that's the thing. I'm convinced that Stephen Merchant and Ricky Gervais adore Carl Pilkington, like more than his mother did, you know? Like, they now, they have a funny way of showing that. Are you saying there's that level of affection there? You got to be no. I think they do brothers to talk yeah, about each other like pretty, they talk about Joey. They're on this cat hard, but that's I was like, there's my Carl Pilkington. There's the Ming Chin, right? Uh, that guy's the punching bag, and I started putting them all in these in these roles, and then listening to it that way, and I was like, okay, that fills out the show for me. So you're saying that what we need whenever we go to one of these sort of inside baseball comedy shows and there are a million of them available we've talked about this before but whenever we're going to go to one of these shows what i need is the rosetta stone uh to translate for myself i just got to figure out the uh the legend on the map yeah you have to because i you don't i like to think that people try not to be jerks right like i don't think I, I think there's very few people who go out there and like, man, I'm gonna be an I'm gonna be an asshole. Well, I mean, I don't. I'm a performer for a living myself, so I understand the difference between what you say behind a microphone, even when it's so heinous that I don't enjoy hearing it, and what you think in your heart. Like, I don't. I don't think these guys believe these things. I don't think they would do mean things in person to Joey. I also don't like cringe humor, though. Like, right? But I think they're just trying to be entertaining. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. I agree with you there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think this is I don't think this is from a place of mean-spiritedness. So, who's your favorite host? I guess it's um we'll say we'll uh, say out of Sean and Andy T. Andy is. Okay. Yeah. It's Andy, but it's close. I really like Josh's voice, man. Josh has a cool voice. I'll agree with you there. I'll agree with you there. Uh isn't Josh the one with the soundboard though? Who runs the soundboard? That's Andy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, the drop-in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the drop-in guy. Yeah, no, there's a reason I like him, I guess. There's a reason you don't like him. Yeah. <laughs> we just bring our own biases into yeah, it. probably. All right. So let's let's round up the, the content here. Uh, it's it's a rotating collection of comics, improv guys doing their uh, their best impersonation of terrestrial radio. But they do have – they've got recurring bits. And, and They'll come out was, with new bits. That was one of the things that I found. Like there were, there were a few bits that were different enough from the rest of their show – that I could sort of get into it. I'm like, oh, well, for 15 minutes here, I'm really into it, <laughs> you know, and it's for me. Oh, man, they had a um, – they interviewed a guy who was uh, into – I can't remember, toddlerism maybe? 
No. Infantil- In, hear- infant inf- infantilism. Did you listen to that uh, episode? No, but that's like the top episode, I think, on their homepage right now. Yeah, they Let's talk see. to it. They talk yeah, to this episode, guy, Babykins. Episode 252, uh, Infantilism, number, Infantilism 2, Judgment Day. Yeah, like, well, the guy, co- apparently on one episode, like, they go pretty hard at, at guys who like to dress up like babies. Right? Oh, really? Had, so this guy or, no, called they set in. It up, they set it up. I believe they set it up to where they had guys who like to dress up as babies call in. And the guys called in and was like, you know, being real rude. Uh, they were like, it was all like about sex and, you know, all this gross, heinous stuff. Uh, and babykins just want to come on and be like, hey, it's not a sexual thing for some people. It's just, uh, you know, it's just a thing that comforts somebody and they have an interview with him, but they interview him. He does the interview as if he's the toddler. Right. And they completely play into it. Right. Like they're talking in hushed tones. Right. (laughs) They're talking in hushed tones. And I can't remember who the, maybe Katie, maybe is her name. Who's the, um, Female guest on the show. She can't. She came. I can't remember her name. I wish I could. Uh, I didn't hear that episode. Um, I anyway, but she's like, dude. She's Katie so, French. Katie yes, French. Katie. She's so like into this conversation. The questions, like she's like, oh, you have a teddy bear. Well, can you go get him for us and bring the teddy bear on? And she's like, she's like, oh, baby, can you know that's a rabbit? Like she is. She is into this conversation with this adult grown man dressed and acting like a toddler. It was crazy. That, I guess, is a pretty good segue over into a favorite moments. Uh, although, I, I will point out here, you stopped making me rate each individual uh, category. I appreciate that because I would have had to have started doing some math along the way. I can tell you one favorite moment in particular, though. I you, love But this you one. have a favorite moment? I do. I have one. You don't have two favorite moments? I do not have two favorite moments. I don't moments. believe you. I have one favorite moment. They're discussing the first pornography that they ever watched. Uh, and Sean, um, Sean with a U, says that when he was a kid, Channel 98 on his cable box, it was porn, but the negative, you know, so it was like black yeah. and white or whatever the picture was backwards. <laughs> and one of the other guys quips, that must be why you're into black chicks, which had been a running joke in the episode mm-hmm. before that. I don't know if that's an ongoing joke in the, in this, in the show as well. Well, this show has a lot. I feel like this show has a lot of inside humor. Yeah, that's what I'm so yeah. it like and it felt even four episodes into me, it still felt a little impenetrable. That's the like I don't think it's a bad show. It's just not for me. These these guys are not the life that they lead is not my life. Their style of humor is not really my style of humor, and the internet is too big and the podcast too varied for you to spend time listening to one that's not for you. <laughs> That's sort of my feeling overall on it, right? But you, but you know, there's other podcasts that there's podcasts out there that are good, even though they're not for you. No, absolutely. There's yeah, there's okay. We've reviewed dozens of them that are great, but they're not for me. Uh, you, do you have some favorite moments? No, just the Babykins. Yeah, Babykins uh, was the yeah, one that really stuck yeah, out for you. Yeah, it was fantastic. Um, all right. So that's uh, favorite moments. Our, uh, we talked about the content. We talked about production values, the host likability, audio quality. It's the Self-Indulgent Podcast, selfindulgentpodcast.com. I already gave it a, a, a .5. And you're sticking with that after it's got we, – we know it's got one and we, a half I earbud got, I'll audio. I'll down. I, I go. I'll go one and a half for audio. Okay. I'll go a one for production values. And you already gave host likability a one. I'll go a one for host okay. likability. Did I? I yes, gave you that did. a one? I don't remember mm-hmm. giving that a one. Yeah. All right. Then I got to go 
a zero for content. For how me. does that? How point does five, that, point five for content at the most. How, okay, well, how does all that added up average a half year budget? It's not an average. It's not an average. Oh, it's score. not an average. It's not an average score. These are not statistics, sir. This is not golf. Can you think of one person that you would tell this show about? That you would tell about the show? No, I don't know anyone who lives near where they live personally. Anyway, I don't know anyone who is in their group of friends, and I don't like. I don't. I don't know anyone who. I know other shows of a similar style that I feel like would resonate more for the people that I would. So what if I, what if I was like uh, I think there's someone in our like, listener base that I, might you like know, it. I, I um I I got rid of my serious satellite and now I don't get to listen to the Stern show like I used to. Uh what else can I listen to, man? That's cheating. That's cheating. I would probably mention it in that regard. Oh, so you would. I, just so you would. I have, just because I have recently listened to it, and so it would be fresh but you on the would, top of my head. But you would mention it, right? You would tell somebody about <laughs> yes, it. You I would. 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 There's a scenario. In that in- very specific scenario in which a stranger stops around the street and says, Sir, my XM radio just blew up in my truck. Why you does know it have any to be a Why does it have to be? Why can't it just be a friend or something like Man, I'm getting rid of XM radio or Sirius Radio, whatever it is. Any of my friends know I work for a radio station. They don't talk to me about XM radio. (laughs) (laughs) Hit a nerve. Uh, Okay, but there's somebody that you'd mention it to. Yes, yes. So it averages out to be almost a one. It's like a one and a quarter earbud average, which we don't go by averages. That's fine. And there is someone you would tell about this show, and you are going to stick with the half earbud. Absolutely. Point Sanko. Point Sanko for me, sir. For the for the SI podcast. The old SIP. Are you down with SIP? I'm giving it I'm look, I'm not gonna subscribe, but I do I, I enjoy it. I'm giving it a one. Uh, that's that's a, a once, pretty solid rating from, once I from framed, Josh. Once I, once I you are the Russian judge on this show. <laughs> once I had now don't don't get me wrong, I understand the difficulties it's gonna it, it's gonna in, in have for a new listener it's very inside it takes a while to catch up and until i could give myself a frame of reference it was hard listening to because it's a bit muddied because of you know we've talked about it before because of all the um all the hosts sometimes they talk over each other sometimes things don't go you know according to plan so it can be very hard to get into but once i framed it for myself um once i understood what was going on I, I was able to get into it. I was able to be enthusiastic about it. All right. So that's the Self-Indulgent Podcast. Uh, it was a listener-submitted show. We appreciate you for uh, checking that out. We like to get those in as often as possible, and we'll do uh, more listener-submitted shows uh, coming up soon. As a matter of fact, you and I haven't talked about it, but maybe right around the 100th we even do another uh, month of extra reviews. I said that out loud. I can edit if you think that's a ridiculous thing to do. No, you. there's no reason to edit it out because I'm going to tell you that's a ridiculous thing to do. <laughs> All right, then we'll wait for November then for for double reviews all month long uh but in the meantime you can just say subscribe think about this think about this think about the difficulties we have in just meeting once a week oh i to know. put out one podcast i know i know it is a trying time my friend you know what we got to do this summer we got to put some away for the winter we got to go ahead and start and get uh so far ahead that that uh, november won't be such a burden
we'll see if that happens. Yeah. Uh, hey, do we have any listener feedback? This oh, week? good call. We do have listener feedback. Uh, this is actually an email we got um, uh, a couple of weeks back, but I had not had a chance to read it yet on the show. Uh, from Greg Shelton, our British listener abroad in France, actually. Uh, uh, which, by the language. Way, Right. Indeed, indeed. Right he had he had emailed about uh, foreign language podcasts. Had several suggested uh, himself, but he uh, points out in this email. I'm not going to read the whole thing. It's actually kind of long. Great email, though, Greg. And I, th- I believe I've responded to you uh, directly about this. But uh, some of it was applicable for everybody. I thought this was interesting, though. He's in France to study cabinet making. How cool is that? How what a what a romantic story. I'm a British man abroad in France to stub- to study the art of cabinet making. Mm, I guess it depends on how you picture Greg in your head. <laughs> well, I don't know. That's he a- could be very romantic. Like he could be like, you know, freaking the Ryan Reynolds type going over there because something tragic happened to him, and now he has this he has this passion to make something beautiful with his own hands, right? Right. Or it could be he wants to uh, build beautiful and interesting things to hold the parts of the people that he eats. <laughs> I don't think that's the one. He likes too many podcasts to be a psycho. <laughs> that's right. Um, so he said, uh, thanks again for reading my second letter out. Uh, yours is the first broadcast of any type I've ever written to, so I have to imagine I'm just getting lucky. I hope by writing a third I'm not starting to get annoying. The Productivity Podcast episode was great. I actually came out to France to study my passion of uh, cabinet making. And I can't wait to try out Not A Real Jobs, especially. Uh, I think it was a really cool choice as a topic as it provided variety and depth to the range of reviews. In addition to the chat and comedy stuff, it's definitely worthwhile and also important to draw attention to shows that can be used productively. Hardcore histories uh, springs to mind. Uh, and he talks a little bit about your accent, which he actually quite enjoys. And then he My talks, accent? yeah, yeah. He said when I mentioned Josh's accent, I didn't mean to to downplay it. I really enjoy it, and I think that podcasting in particular exposes us to the sort of accents that traditional media has said are weird or are unacceptable for a broad audience. And yet, we might find that when exposed to that strange accent or foreign accent that it's actually really the perfect thing for us i.e the fact that i listen to a dozen australian podcasts now and almost that many british podcasts i love those two accents it's very very pleasing to me uh well where was i we were talking about uh, podcast advertising he says the debate we we raised about podcast advertising and i believe this was actually in the savage love cast episode but it might Just have come because in the there productivity so many ads in that one. well we talked about it yeah. there and then in the productivity podcast episode i think we meant, might have mentioned sponsorship or the way different shows are monetized too but he said um it's a great discussion he had been thinking himself about how individual podcasts ask for separate listener donations and how there's so many of them that do yeah. that he said so somebody well because it cost it costs money to do a podcast it does it costs quite a lot and so somebody that is heavily committed to let's say 10 15 shows and they want to give back they might end up with a 50 or 60 dollar a month you know, quote unquote, Patreon bill for their podcasts. And that's, oh, well, I'm not going to pay as much for podcasts as I do for cable. You sure, know, like that's, right, right. that's crazy. Uh, he says he wonders if anyone will try to step in and centralize the reception of those donations and then share them out among podcasts in their fold. Will the existing podcast networks, uh, Max Fun and uh, Procast, for an example, uh, fulfill this role somehow, grow more powerful, more demanding as podcasting expands? Would such changes, if they occur, lead to stricter editorial controls. 
there's already a certain uniformity to advertisers who choose podcasts as their medium. And he gives Squarespace, Stamps.com, Audible, for example. Yeah, all three of them. Uh, I wonder if they're currently dem- if they currently demand or will start to demand any influence over the shows they sponsor. I should probably be taking this stuff to your forum, but I can't get online for long periods, so writing letters offline is my best option for now. Thanks for reading. So some really interesting points there. First of all, do advertisers currently on podcasts, uh, do they um, show a lot of uh, editorial control? Yes, yes. I think only in that certain advertisers do not advertise on certain podcasts. No, they send out like a writer. They send out uh, a one-pager. Oh, topics that can't be discussed in this episode or things yes, like that? Yes, yeah, yeah. If you listen to it, TSD does a great job of they, – they talk about that a lot. Right? Really? Because they try to take advertisement and um, and Walt sometimes will just get inspired and they'll take an advertisement and they'll put like real production into it and uh, and like like maybe for MeUndies, right, mm-hmm. um, which is right now a, making a new sponsor on the game. Doing, yeah. Everybody's doing MeUndies. So – um, they'll they'll take it and make it into a, a, a skit in the show, like maybe Santa Claus is coming in, and 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 you know instead of getting coal, you get um, a, a bad pair of underwear. But that's okay because you, you know you got me undies for Christmas or whatever. Hmm. Um, that that's not what it is, but the idea is the same as they make it a production, right? And then sometimes they'll read it and they'll be like. They'll actually like read it straight from the writer, and like even the stuff in the I guess which would be in brackets that you're not supposed to say live. They'll just say it live because like who who cares? Interesting. I mean, I guess that makes sense, and I th- I think I did know because I know on terrestrial radio we occasionally get we'll get a schedule from say Coca Cola, mm-hmm. and it'll say this can't air in any programming that contains the following. And so, like, you can't put it on a talk show that's about politics. You can't put it on a religious show. You can't put it on, you know. Oh whatever. yeah, sure. But that decision's made before the the one pager goes out. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, but but that's that is interesting. So there you go. So there is some editorial control in, in, for some sponsors. I think the the question about the crowdfunded nature of so many podcasts right now. It, it's obviously early days. I don't know that podcasting will ever be completely quote-unquote tamed. Like, I don't think it'll ever turn into radio or TV or anything like that. But as if every... It, if it does, if it does, it will then become radio and then something new will spring forward. Yeah, we'll all be doing that. short video blogs or something. something. Yeah, right. There, you're right. There will be, there will be a... a out on the creative edge, there will be a, a you know a free a wild west territory type thing. But I do think you're going to see a shift away from the the direct crowdfunded model. I like I I think already a lot of the podcasts that I listen to, even the ones that do actively like take donations or they have in the past, they don't really push that anymore. And they're more talking about selling merchandise. They're talking about live shows. Yeah, the only the only. Um the only podcasts that I give money to is like I'm I'm giving you this because I want this episode on vinyl or I'm giving yes. you this because I want like like I'm getting something I'm getting something for, for, well, I, for I, my I, donation. I think there's some creative things that you can do. Something that you and I've talked about doing is something like what Josh and Chuck have done with stuff you should know where they make effectively an album like a spoken word album that's separate from the podcast. They make something special, and then they sell that directly through right. iTunes and Amazon right. or through Bandcamp. The that's guys, what TSD does it. 
uh, a lot. Uh, Weekly Planet, every at least once a quarter yeah. or so, they'll do a, a a movie commentary track, put it out on Bandcamp, and that's for extra money. Hey, you can throw us a couple of bucks as a thank you, and you get this extra thing that, that our regular listeners don't get. We actually have tried that very uh, tactic. Not the audio yet, although we've got some ideas for that long term, too. But we're selling stuff. You can go to shop.podonpod.com. And that'll take you directly to the Redbubble store. That's the company that we're using to do it. But you can buy T-shirts. You can buy iPhone cases and Samsung Galaxy cases. You can buy travel mugs and coffee mugs. Lots of fun stuff there. It's all at shop.podonpod.com. So we don't feel like, I don't know, I feel weird just going, hey, give me money. If you want to give me money, email us and I will tell you how to do it. But <laughs> but an easier way to do it, the way that makes me feel more like a normal person is, hey, why don't you buy a shirt with our logo on it, with our name on it? It'll be cool advertising. It'll be a good conversation starter for other people around you to go, pot on pot. Is that like a podcast? Do you listen to podcasts? I listen to podcasts. What podcast is that? Which is always kind of a weird thing to bring up. It's weird, man. So wear the cool shirt. It's got Nixon on it with his thumb up. It's a neat hipster looking shirt. You can wear it lots of places without getting funny looks. And yet... People that are in the circle. Oh, they don't know. They'll know. know. They'll know. There you go. All right. So uh, you got anything else to add on that one, Josh? Um, yes. Yeah, so if you do give this show a shot, if you listen to um, to uh, self the Self-Indulgent Podcast and you like it, go give them a great review. Absolutely. And, and that goes for all of the shows here. If you listen to an episode of Pod on Pod and you end up following through and checking out that show and liking that show, listening to that show from week to week, make sure that you review them and tell them that you heard about it on Pod on Pod. That'd be a great way yeah, yeah, to right thank on. us at the same time, too, because we'd love to hear from some of these podcasters that they're getting uh, great feedback from us. Uh, thanks to the Self-Indulgent Podcast for putting themselves out there. Uh, great consistency. I didn't mention that in the review, but oh, they got so, 200 and something episodes. Like, that's impressive. So would you say that that's like two earbud consistency? Shush, sir. <laughs> Shush. Don't make me justify myself. I don't got to like it. I don't got to like it. Mikey don't like it. Okay. All right. Uh, so that's the self-indulgent podcast. What are we going to talk about next week, Josh? I don't ever have a clue. I actually had a couple of ideas. I didn't have one set in stone. Okay. We could, we could spitball it right now if you want to. It is Game of Thrones time. We could do a Game of Thrones podcast. No, no? no I couldn't. You're not ready There's for that? No, no. We're not going to do can't. the trifecta. Oh, okay. <laughs> we, no, no, no. We're not going to do the trifecta. You were like, I can't do three this week. I can't. I'm not. I don't have the willpower. No, 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 no. We. I was thinking we'd just pick one. We'd we'd pick whatever a a, a great uh, Game of Thrones podcast. Okay, is what's and, another idea? And do that. What about when the kids go to sleep? That's a parenting podcast, I believe. You know what? I think it would be good to get another parenting podcast out there. I think the only one we've reviewed is Mommy Mommy's Cocktail Hour. So it'll be. I think it'd be cool to get another perspective. All right, there you go. That's next week's review. When the kids go to sleep, you can tune in at podonpod.com. Subscribe to us on iTunes, on Stitcher, and Overcast. That's my preferred podcasting app. Do you have a podcasting app that you've uh, fallen in love with yet over on the Android side? I know you like Stitcher. I hate them all. Someday, someday you'll convert, sir. That's not going to happen. All right. Uh, so you can find us on YouTube even. You can find us on SoundCloud. Anywhere that you want to listen to podcasts, just search for Pod on Pod and you can find us there. Hey, has our podcast been longer than the average self-indulgent podcast? No. The, theirs are what, like an hour and a half? Yeah. 
Yeah, there's there's about an hour and a half. Slipped it in there at the end. You did, you did. We uh, we said earlier that it was a weekly show. Uh, we're trying so to get better at it. We're terrible we, at it. We are. We're pretty we're pretty terrible at lots of things. We're not terrible at this though. Wrapping up the show. Until next week, we're your hosts. I'm Josh. I'm Joel, and this has been the podcast. Pod on Pod is a proud member of the ProCast Network, a Procreate production. Procreate is a community of artists in film, music, the digital arts, and the fine arts that helps them connect and collaborate on projects. You can find out more at teamprocreate.com. Also be sure to check out one of our other great shows like Me and the Geek. Are you a geek? If the answer is yes, I've got just the show for you. If the answer is no... Well, I might have the show to explain why you're wrong. Meandthegeekpod.com is where you need to go. Visit us every week for a different conversation with a new geek and a peek into their own geeky world. You see, here at Me and the Geek, we believe that everyone is geeky about something. Find out what your geek is and then let your geek flag fly with Me and the Geek on iTunes, in Stitcher, and wherever you find podcasts now. Our musical guest this week is Sophia Feister.
People have always told me I can be a bit wary of modern things. Very true. So, when Jane suggested selling the house with purple bricks, I weren't happy. No, you weren't. You see, I don't like technology. I don't like the internet. I don't like moving house. I don't like their adverts. I don't I don't like purple. Luckily, I don't listen to him, and our estate agent, Emma, were perfect. She gave us her actual mobile number. She was always available. Fine. They were great. Still don't like purple. <sighs> purple bricks. You'll be totally sold. Fixed fee payable on instruction or after 10 months. Viewing services cost extra. See website for more details. At the Bank of Antandek, they're looking for a mascot. We need an icon. Something that says high fly into all our mortgage customers. Like a falcon or a stallion. Or even better, a parrot. Check it out. <laughs> Meanwhile, at Santander, they're concentrating on helping customers find ways to take years off their mortgage with their overpayment calculator. See what's possible at Santander. All applications are subject to status and our lending criteria. Your home may be repossessed if you do not keep up repayments on your mortgage. 